Welcome to the Variety Hour on AM 990, where local leaders talk Memphis. Listen to you, move your mouth. I bet you come from way down south. Now don't tell me, let me guess. You from the town that I love best. Talk Memphis, I wish you would. Talk Memphis, you sound so good. Talk Memphis, high on the bluff. I swear I can't get enough. Listening to you talk that stuff. Talk Memphis. Welcome to Talk Money on AM 990. And now here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. And welcome to Talk Money. I'm Jim Shoemaker. And Talk Money is devoted, really, we're dedicated to assisting you get your financial house in order. We're kind of here to assist you, again, using that word, in in this confusing world, this financial world, where you're exposed to more information than you've ever seen before. I mean, it's coming at us like a fire hose, and our job here on the radio is to kind of give you some guidance, giving you a financial roadmap in order to achieve your financial dreams and desires. Talk Money is all about giving you direction on how to know the difference between someone selling you something and someone truly trying to give you good advice. We bring insights from the outside to help you avoid emotionally driven decisions in order to help you with your money matters. And that's the important money matters that we face every day. We discuss quality products and ways to make selections and which product in which the product is best for you. Talk Money, of course, is about giving you information to help you, as you hear this all the time, make the most of your money. Here's some information that I found kind of interesting talking about financial world and what's going on. Did you know the S&P 500 has gained 6.1% total return in the first quarter of 2017, making it 16 of the last 17 quarters that we produced a gain, including the last six quarters in a row. Now that's you know, that ought to get our attention. Something's going on with the economy, and we'll talk about rising interest rates and things like that. The Commerce Department has reported, here's the sad part, that the U.S. economy has, has grew this last quarter of 2016 at 1.6%. Now, that's um, last quarter, that's from October to December, the 11th consecutive year that our domestic economy has failed to grow at least a plus 3%. And, uh, you know, you think about that. We've been tracking that data since 1930, the previous longest stretch of a sub-3% annual growth, plus 3% annual growth, was just four years, and we're into our 11th year. So I tell you that the S&P 500 is doing great, but the economy is still anemic. In fact, I got some information the other day from the Congressional Budget Office that 15% of the U.S. population today, guess what? We're 65 years or older, approximately one out of seven Americans. By the year 2047, that's 30 years from now, 22% of the U.S. population will be 65 or older, approximately two out of every nine Americans. Now, I'm going to talk about that in the program today because we got some guys here that are going to come in. We're going to talk about being 65 or older or being 25 or older, and uh, that's what we're going to deal with. We're going to talk about how do you do some life planning. Today, we've got my guest will help us focus on the issue facing us at we as we work through all these things that we do to prepare to retire, whether you're 65 or six, you know, 25, planning is the inevitable, and you got to 
do it. It's important that you do that. Life planning is the subject today. How do you prepare for those retirement years? My guests, Nathan Powell and Chris Purcell, are here to talk about what people need to think about to help them define more of the life planning issues. Now, that's a buzzword, life planning. What's it all about? Well, stay with us, because when we come back, I'm going to introduce you to some guys that are financial part of the Financial Educators Network. They control our financial literacy team at Shoemaker Financial, Chris Purcell, Nathan Powell. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this. Podcasts for Talk Money are available for iOS mobile devices in the iTunes Store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. Are you aging? Well, I am. This is Mac Bailey from the Bailey Law Firm. As we age, our concerns and needs change. An updated estate plan will give you peace of mind regarding your family and your future. Your will is about your wishes and not always about your wealth. What are your wishes? Please call us at 901-843-2760 or visit us at thebaileylawfirm.com. Again, this is Mac Bailey from the Bailey Law Firm telling you that today is the youngest you will ever be. Let us help you with your estate planning, elder law, and probate needs, it's what we do. You're listening to Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Jim Shoemaker, Nathan Powell, and Chris Purcell are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securing Financial Services Incorporated. Securities dealer, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. And welcome back. I remind you, Talk Money is brought to you in part by the Bailey Law Firm, estate planning, elder law, and probate planning for all generations. Well, today's program, we're going to talk to two guys that are part of the Financial Educators Network. They're part of our team, a financial literacy group at the Shoemaker Financial Firm, and they are educators at heart, do a wonderful job. Nathan Powell and Chris Purcell. Guys, welcome to the program. Great, thanks. Thanks for having us, Jim. You know, let me start with this, guys. I know when we talk about the Financial Educators Network, you guys, we looked at this years ago. We we come back to the realization that 2008 put a lot of people into a a, a situation where they just didn't have enough information or the information they were getting was all negative. And you, we put this team together. You're part of the team. We look at it as financial literacy, educators, teaching and teaching. Describe to me what the Financial Education Network is all about. Sure. It's the the, the purpose of why Chris and I you know, became involved with uh, the group is we've seen a huge need for education, financial literacy just among the population, whether you know it's, as you said, 25, 65, or even older. There's so many moving parts today that... You know, information is just being bombarded at people almost like a fire hose yeah. knocking them over. And you know, they just need to understand the facts of what to do, what's actually going on, and not be just bombarded with product, 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 but understanding how the things work and the decisions that they need to be making. And I know, Chris, you guys, you, you walk through this. This is not a, you know, lunching and you come and get a free lunch. This is really, truly education. Absolutely correct. It's, it's set up in a classroom setting um, to where you're there to learn. 
Um, as Nate said earlier, there's so many people out there that are offering advice. It may be your mechanic next door. Uh, and what we call ourselves is truly ed- educators. When we sit down with clients, when we sit down in these classrooms and we speak with the, with the attendees, we're trying to help them ed- uh, help educate them on everything that they're looking at, from planning for retirement and then what's coming after as well. Yeah, and you look at uh, you know the the nature of, of what we do when we do these classes is it's six hours long. You know, I mean it's you, and a work, you're, you got a workbook. Oh yeah, workbook free. Oh yeah, it's, you have to pay to get into the class. That's and, right, and there's homework. <laughs> there is homework. There's a lab afterwards as yeah. well. So there's commitment on their side as well as our side because they want to learn. But now, guys, you get a lot of feedback from the people, and I, I guess what I'm hearing though is you we made a commitment at the firm to do. This this because we saw a huge void a need and uh but the commit what the comments are a breath of fresh air i've heard that i've heard what it's like i learned more in the six hours with you guys than i thought i ever could learn what are some of the other feedbacks you're hearing you know we hear a lot especially when we i mean there's about eight different sections that we covered. It's everything from you know, what we're going to discuss a little bit later, life planning, you know, what you're going to actually be doing in retirement, to you know, the impacts of inflation, to withdrawing out of your you know, retirement accounts. There's so many things. And what we've really heard is that there were even options that we cover in this class that people were unaware of and you know, things that they could use to benefit their situation, take their retirement from you know, good to better to great and really maximize the options that they have that they just didn't know were available to them because if you're just in an employer-sponsored plan or something, you might not be getting a, a lot of information about all the different options that you have. Yeah, I think that's a great point. One of the things that I hear often is, hey, I told my neighbors I was coming to this, and I told my friends I was coming to this, and they said, ah, you're just going to a sales pitch. Um, and I kept waiting for you guys to sell me something, and it never came. Yeah, Because really? um, that's not what, what we're there for. This isn't, we're, go, we're not talking about products. We're not talking about your personal situation. We make that known up front in the class because everyone's here to learn, and everyone's situation's different, and we got a lot of material to cover. Well, that's one of the key factors here for you guys to be a part of the Financial Educators Network. You had to agree that you would not mention product during your teaching of these classes. This was strictly void of that. Absolutely. It's again, it's just the facts. It's letting you know what options are available out there and how to maximize your retirement. Well, if you just tuned in, I'm talking with Nathan Powell and Chris Purcell. Our subject today is life planning for retirement years. These guys, part of our financial literacy team at Shoemaker Financial, they're members of the Financial Educators Network. They are teachers. They are educators, and uh, I am extremely pleased to have them on the program today. Let's start with you, and Nathan, just help me out. We, we have this subject called, What is Planning? To see, the, everybody thinks about it. I can almost tell you, when I introduced the program a while ago, 25 to 65, you know, if I got a 25-year-old, I may get a conversation about retirement. Sure. <laughs> By the time I get to a 45-year-old, I can get a conversation, maybe a paragraph or two. 55, I'm up to a couple of pages, maybe even a chapter in the book. Right. 65, they're going to cover the whole book. Absolutely right. So what is planning for retirement? You know, it, it's interesting when you look at just how retirement has changed, you know, over the years, you know, that traditional way of, you know, work for one company for 30, 40 years, get your gold watch, you got your pension. And it was, you know, pension, Social Security, and maybe you had some, you know, stocks or 
investment accounts here and there or someplace else. And life expectancy was a lot shorter. You know, you look 30 or 40 years ago, so you retired, you had your pension, maybe you, you live for another, you know, four or five years or something like that. But today with, you know, there's no longer longevity risk. We're just talking about longevity, longevity right? right. You know, we're looking at 25, 30 year retirements very easily. And those pensions have really gone the way of the dodo more or less and you know the a lot of the onus is on the uh the the uh, participant in the in the company so when you look at just that by itself there's so many things that go into thinking about planning but you know you've spent so many years working and saving and that retirement date was your original goal and then you don't realize that oh my goodness okay once that i leave this company and it's probably where you've spent you know all of your time made a lot of friends great relationships there and you pull out of that what we're really driving trying to drive home is planning out what you're going to be doing how you're going to be spending your time all of the other moving parts that go along with the financial side of things absolutely right i mean you said it right the the destination used to be the when's my end date at work i'm going to work 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 to get to the end date and now that end date's come i have no clue what i'm going to do afterwards right. right and so that's where we stress this a lot and you're not hearing about it you're hearing from everybody oh you need to contribute to your 401k you need to do this you need to save you need to invest but what you're not hearing is what are you going to do when you retire what's going to fill your days so when you talk about the word life planning for retirement you're really not talking about the numbers and crunching the percentages and the returns and the withdrawals. You're really talking about active. What are you going to do? Travel? Uh, are you going to sit on the porch and rock the chair? That's and, right. You know, I mean, I have to tell you this. I was driving through rural Tennessee not too long ago, and a lot of people sit on the porch, and, and they've got that wave down pad, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's amazing. I, you know, I was kind of thinking, that's pretty good. Those guys are doing a great job. That's right. But there's a lot of people that say, oh, no, I, I want to travel. Well, that's part of that planning where do you want to travel, and are you going to have the wherewithal, the financials, you know, acumen to do that, and the millions and the things? So that's really what you're talking about: helping a person get their head around what happens after retirement. We have a tendency to focus so much about getting to retirement, and I know we all do this. I mean, whether sure. again back to that twenty-five or sixty-five, it's all about that date, and then all of a sudden the date occurs. I mean, I've counseled within my practice a lot of people who I can just tell you they're fearful of what's going to happen on that 29th or 30th or 31st or the first of such and such a month when they are no longer going to go to work. That's right. It's a it's a shift in in thinking almost. And, you know, this subject in and of itself is the entire first section of what we cover in our class. And we have specific questions that we ask the homework to go down and talk through with your spouse. Let's try to game plan also what how we're going to be spending our time. And we get pretty intense with it as far as, you know, the questions that are asked and driving conversations between a husband and a wife or whoever you know, is involved in your retirement years together. 
I mean, think about it for yourself. You're on track to retire in 20 watch years, it, right? Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> so, so when Miss Linda lets you actually come home and, and says no, no, no more working. That's not going to happen. <laughs> in fact, my plan is what i got to do when I can't stay at home. So, so, but, I mean, think about it. If you weren't here today, you didn't have to go into work, you didn't have any responsibilities today, what would you be doing to fill your time today? Yeah, you have plenty of hobbies. We talked about it on the way over here. Hunting, grandkids, all those different things that you do. I'm sure you could easily fill it day but there aren't all people like that when you when you sit down and talk to people a lot of the times when nate and i talk to these people we ask them what are you going to do when you retire not the first day but you know a couple months after the the newness is worn off and 50 percent of the time i get a blank stare back at me and and they're saying you know what i really don't know that's a great point. I know. I want to get your example. We just, if you just got with us this few, just a few minutes ago, and you joined the forum, joined the the uh, program. We're talking with Nate, uh, Nathan Powell, and Chris Purcell. We're talking about life planning. Now, let me make sure you understand. This is not crunching numbers. This is not how much money you're going to have. This is assuming that you've done all of that and you've accomplished it. But what are you going to do? When it's the last day of work and it's the first day of retirement. That's what we're talking about. Now, Nathan, I think you've got an example of your grandfather that I'd love to talk about. Or is it Chris? Which one of you? Somebody? Uh, I had a, yeah, good, okay. a good friend of mine, actually. This hit home with me really a couple of years ago when a good friend of mine's father retired. Ah, he okay. had worked um, for, a, for a phone company and had a pension and had done well saving. And he got to retire early. Um <laughs> And he thought that was going to be a great thing. He moved out out of the city, kind of 30 minutes outside, and, and uh, his wife was still working. And he realized he didn't play golf. He didn't have a ton of hobbies. The thing that he loved most was interacting with people. So sitting on the front porch waving at everybody that was wasn't not going to cut it. be. That, that, that was not the interaction he was craving. He loved to tell jokes. I'd come over to his house with my friend, and he before I could even say five words, he'd already get out ten jokes to tell me. Gotcha. He just loved to see people laugh. Um, and so he was driving himself crazy, sitting at home, not doing anything. And one day he decided, I'm going to go back to work, but I want the least amount of responsibility possible. So he sat in one of those uh, gas stations with a little booth and took people's cards and, and, you know, gave them chips or drinks or whatever it was. And then the next thing, you know, he was telling people, hey, we should be, we should be doing this or we should be doing that. And they thought, this guy's pretty smart. And so they moved him into the uh, store. And then the next thing you know, he was a supervisor. And, you know, a couple of years later, this guy's filling out time schedules and, you know, trying to figure this out. He's working 40 hours a week. And he said, time out. I'm retired. I, I retired from all this stuff. Put me back out into the gas station booth. So and that's what he wanted to do. Meet people, absolutely. Meet people. But, you know, what you're talking about is someone had to come to that grips with that. And that's so important. What are you going to do? When that day comes, that's what we're talking about, life planning. Let me, let me ask this. What do people need to think about? Now, you know, you've kind of said some of those issues, but what do they need to think about, Nathan, to help them define more of life planning? I mean, sure. are you going, do you give them a, a set of ideas or, you know, uh, you guys are teaching here now. You're not trying to give them direction on anything else. You're just teaching. So what are you saying to them? Absolutely. You know, there's, there's a lot of different areas that we walk through with um, the people that attend the class to help jolt some uh, conversations. You know, one of the first ones that we talk about is just the area of education and growth. You know, I mean, sometimes people want to pursue a degree in retirement, not a degree in retirement, but a degree 
in retirement, I right? Got yeah, you. I got you. And you know, I mean, whether I mean, let's say you want to do some travel, you want to go, you know, to Europe, and you want to spend, you know, a few weeks in Italy. Well, maybe you want to know Italian a little bit more. Are you going to, you know, take some time and take an online course? Maybe go out to one of the local universities, do something online to. You know, build your knowledge of the language so you can interact a little bit more. You know, do you just want to take some adult education classes? Have you always wanted to know how to fix motorcycles or your car and want to go take, you know, a, a class about that? You know, are you going to, you know, think about going back to school to pursue a second, you know, career that you've always wanted to do that you just didn't have time for? Or you want to turn one of your hobbies into a full-time job and you need some more education or you know, knowledge to know exactly how to structure a business. Mm. There's so many, you know, just because you've retired doesn't mean that you're just going to stop, you know, your continuing education, what you're trying to do and, and your learning. A lot of people that we talk to is, uh, when we go through this process and we're looking at the dollars and we say, okay, what are you, what about things like that? It's amazing. Everybody seems to say, well, I want to travel and they want this yeah. dollar set aside for travel. But if I said, okay, where you want to go, it just drops right there. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you mentioned Italy, and, it, you know, I want to travel. That's the 30,000-foot view. Right. Where do you want to go? So what you're talking about here is doing some of that thinking about where is it, how many places, what's your quote-unquote bucket list that you're thinking about. What about health and fitness, Chris? Is that is that an issue that you dive into? Do people think about that? Certainly, and Nate touched on it earlier, talking about longevity, right? Um, so we're living longer, and one of the things that we need to be doing today as younger people and then as we get older is to, to continue to stay healthy, right? So your enjoy your enjoyment during retirement is going to be driven by your health. Are you able to get out? Are you able to go walk and do things um, that, that give you joy? Do you like to play basketball? Do you like to play tennis, golf, those things? That requires physical activity, and so you need to be healthy to enjoy that. I, I, I think very few people you would find, they're not going to tell you, well, I just want to sit you know, in the bed all day and watch TV. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> well, now, guys, I want you to make sure we're talking about Financial Educators Network. You guys are teachers. You're with the financial literacy team and at Shoemaker Financial. You're talking about getting with people and going through this process. Now, I'm thinking with me, you're just stimulating thought here. That's what you're really doing. You're making people step out of their comfort zone. I can remember a guy telling me, well, I'm going to play golf when I retire. After six months of three days a week of golf, he literally said, I am. I didn't think I'd ever say this, but he was sick of it. Yeah. He said, I got to think of something else. And he had never thought he would ever think that away. So what you guys are doing in this class is you're educating, you're stimulating, you're actually kind of getting them out of their comfort zone to think outside the nine dots. What is it that you're really going to do? And you said it earlier, Chris, 25 to 30 years of retirement. That's huge from that standpoint. Now, you guys are going to be teaching a class uh, May the 4th. 4th is okay. the first class. It's a... Uh Consecutive Thursdays or consecutive Tuesdays, it's the 4th and 11th and the 9th and 16th of May. Okay, and if they want to get in touch with you, they can call the office at 757-5757. That's May the 4th, and is it at well, what time? Six, 6.30 to 9.30. And where is in it? Evening. Union University. And Union University, part of that educational system. I got Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right, when we come back, we're going to find out not only a, four, a couple of other things about how do you look at life planning, but there is a financial side to this. And these guys are going to help us from the idea of educating us. What are the financial sides, the home sides, relationships, community and charity work? 
All that's part of financial planning. Yeah, maybe so. But more importantly, life planning for retirement years. Stay with us. We'll be back with Chris Purcell and Nathan Powell in just a moment. sure to like us on Facebook. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. You're listening to Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Financial advisors do not provide specific tax and or legal advice, and this information should not be considered as such. You should always consult your tax and or legal advisor regarding your own specific tax and or legal situation. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. Well, my guest is Nathan Powell and Chris Purcell. They're members of our financial literacy team at Shoemaker Financial, part of the Financial Educators Network. They're teachers at heart, and they uh, do a great job. We They are going to be doing a, I don't know if I'd call it a seminar, guys. It's the 4th and the 11th. Again, that's... Um, uh, it's the, it's the 4th and the 9th, is that right? And then yeah. the 11th and the 16th. Correct. So, so you have two options there That's right. to do it on the 4th and then the 9th. Is that right? Am I doing it? <laughs> it's, no? two, it's the two Thursdays or two Tuesday classes. Exactly, so, so it's two 4th and 11th, yeah. It's a 4th little and the confusing. 11th, okay. Yeah. 4th and the 11th and the 9th and the 16th. Yes, sir. I can do the, the <laughs> night and the 7th. And that's at what time? 6.30 to 9.30. 6.30 to 9.30. So it is six hours it and is. a commitment. And uh, so that's at uh, Union University. Yes, sir. Okay, and so that's important. And you guys are are really focused on when you do these. This is not the dinner. Come in here, somebody give you a sales pitch. This is not a. Uh, this is this is thick material. It is educational. It is dedicated. When you when you to become a part of the Financial Educators Network, you guys really had to say we're going to teach. This is not right. going to sell you something. This yeah. is a teaching process. And really, it's, if you look back, we decided to, to at the firm to really embrace this because what we were discovering was the hangover from 2008 and the mindset and the lack of education. Yeah. There's so much information coming at people today that that creates that, I guess, the fog. And it's indecision. It's indecision. When you don't know something or you really you know, you feel like I'm uncomfortable with something, it's very hard to make a good decision. Man, and you good. guys do a great job of that. That goes back to you know what we were just talking about before the break about, you know, education and furthering your knowledge in retirement if that's something that you you know have a desire to do. This is a great first step, mm-hmm. you know, cuz it is a very well thought out curriculum that is you know, extremely well done as far as an educational, no products. We're not going to talk about your specific investments. We're just going to talk about how all of this big idea called retirement works. works. That's Union University, not in Jackson, Tennessee, though, here in Memphis. Here in it's Germantown. In Germantown. Yes, right? sir. In Germantown. I need to make sure we get that. So, guys, let me, uh, there are some financial decisions, some home decisions that you talk about. And really what you're saying is at this point, you're talking about life planning not so much financial planning or retirement planning, but life planning as it fits into the retirement phase of a person's life. 
Correct. Yeah. So when we're looking at, I mean, obviously we're going to spend a lot of time in the class talking about the financial side of things, whether it's, you know, you have a, a pension available to you possibly, and you, how do you decide what type of payment should you receive? Is there a way to maximize your pension benefit? How, what's going to be your withdrawal strategy from all the different IRAs, 401ks, you know, whatever you have in place, how are you going to structure your withdrawals? The implications of required minimum distributions, you know, we talk about estate planning and how does, you know, the need for trusts possibly or wills. And we talk about probate. We talk about roadblocks. I mean, there's so much that we talk about on the financial side, but, you know, that life planning has to be the first thing we speak about so that you can be in the mindset to understand how your life is going to be impacting your finances. See, that's I, why they're there. I think that's the greatest way to start because yeah. I think it stimulates a person to think through. Everybody seems to approach retirement planning to dive into the numbers first. Right. You guys are saying, wait a second, there's a lot of stuff you got to think about before you click the numbers out there. Let's get some meaning behind those numbers, right? So, I mean, all the other stuff, all the money in the world is great, but if you don't have anything to do with it, what good is it going to be for you? That's, well, why, that's why you've saved it, right? You want to go live your life, so we have to define what that looks like so that your money can be used to fulfill what you're trying to get accomplished. Well, you talk about whether or not you want to move to a smaller home. I know some people just immediately say, oh, I'm going to downsize. Mm-hmm. They downsize and say, why did I do this? This is <laughs> right? not what we wanted to do. So you're helping them think through that process and the renovation they're going to start the re- – yeah. I have somebody that started a renovation process. That was about four years ago, and I think he's now into the fourth phase of the renovation yeah. process. Yeah, you, you look at you know talking to people about downsizing, they always you know think that that sounds very, very attractive. But then you have to take into account, do you have a large family? Do you want to be able to host you know the big dinners at the holidays? Do you want to have all the grandkids over and have a space for them? And so there's so many more implications behind you know that decision decision rather than just it's going to be cheaper it's going to save me money well how's it going to impact your lifestyle you know i know you don't we don't talk about this a lot but people say well i'm going to relocate to florida or relocate to arizona and everybody's okay with that they move and all the cost of moving and they're back in memphis in two years because they said you know what it was not where i wanted to live and and where are your friends you know, do you have friends in Florida or are you just moving out there to the beach? The beach is great, but it can be a lonely place, right? What? Now, I've got a great story about, about that. You know, my, my grandmother, for every single winter, she would go down to Florida and she, you know, had you know, her best friend and they would go down together and they had this uh, little community that they stayed and lived together. She was in, you know, the Red Hat Society and, All you know, shovelboard. And I loved, I would go visit her all by spring breaks. It was so much fun. But she went there not just to move. She was in Indiana, so kind of a snowbird situation mm-hmm. there too. But, you know, she was with her friends. That's where she went with a group of people that she loved to do life with. And then came back to Indiana, you know, for, you know, spring, summer, fall. And, you know, that was her pattern. And so she, it was take fulfilling. that into consideration when you're making Absolutely. that She had decision. a plan, right? Had a plan. Absolutely. A life plan. A life, a life plan, plan, yes, sir. Chris Purcell, Nathan Powell. We're talking about financial literacy. It's May the 4th at Union University. May the 4th, the 9th, 11th. I'll get it right. I'll come back and tell everybody <laughs> no the correct deal. I want to talk about when we come back core values of a good plan and a good financial advisor. Some of the things that you talk about in the class, core values of what to look like, look look for. I'm Jim Shoemaker. You're listening to Talk Money. We'll be right back after this.
you have questions you'd like to have answered on the program, email them to talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. The Peabody Hotel is a landmark virtually synonymous with the South. Like so much of Memphis life in the 1960s, the hotel's beginnings were surrounded by the joys and sorrows life brings. Saddened by the news of his good friend George Peabody's death, the hotel's builder, Colonel Robert Brinkley, named his new building after his friend. Brinkley later gave the hotel to his daughter as a wedding gift. Though the hotel remained in the hands of the Brinkley-Snowden family for decades, it was forced to close and reopen before settling on its present location on Union Avenue in 1925. Since that time, the Peabody has been an important center of culture not only for Memphis and the Mid-South, but for the whole United States. During the 30s and 40s, the hotel hosted one of just three live national radio broadcasts, while the Skyway and Plantation Roof were an attraction for the great big band dancers. But the hotel's greatest and most enduring feature will always be the Duck March. This has been another Mid-South History Moment, brought to you by Shoemaker Financial. Talk Money, as you know, is brought to you in part by the Bailey Law Firm. Estate planning, elder law, and probate, planning for all generations. And I want to thank them. They're one of our key players in what we do and the fact that they're able to help you move through a lot of those questions that you have when it comes to setting down and planning for retirement or working through your estate. It's all about elder law. The Mac Bailey Law Firm, Mac Bailey and his team, spends a lot of time with you, answers a lot of questions, and we're proud to have them as one of our sponsors. You're listening to Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. This material represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time. It is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. This information should not be relied upon by the reader as research or investment advice regarding any funds or stocks in particular, nor should it be construed as a recommendation to purchase or sell a security. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. And my guest today, Nathan Powell, Chris Purcell of the Financial Literacy Team at Shoemaker Financial. They're members also of the Education Network, Financial Educators Network. They're going to be conducting a seminar on the 4th and the 11th and the 9th and the 16th. So let me make sure you get that. That's a Tuesday and then the following Tuesday and then Thursday and the following Thursday. All of this in May. That's at 6.30 to 9.30 at Union University, part of the Financial Educators Network. This is not a product presentation or anything like that. It's not a dinner. These guys are educators, and we've been talking about one of the basic fundamentals of understanding a plan process is knowing what life planning. Now, notice the difference in the term life planning for retirement, not financial planning or retirement planning. Life planning meaning that they're looking at focusing on a person's lifestyle. They're talking about education, health and fitness. They're talking about leisure, recreation, spirituality, career. How about your financial home life? I mean, as far as are you going to move? Do you do you think you need to relocate or do you want to do some home improvements? What about relationships, your kids, your but do you have, you know, to support some kids or to support some parents? I was talking to someone yesterday who had an 88-year-old dad, and uh, they were in their 60s, and it's a, it's, a, it's a working relationship. How do you do all those things? They're about to retire, and that's what these guys are doing. They're helping you make those tough, tough life planning decisions, and that's the first and 
foremost part of any solid plan. Again, that's Union University in Germantown, 4th and the 11th, 9th and the 16th, 6.30 to 9.30, and it's uh, a part of our financial literacy group at the Shoemaker Firm. Guys, I, I think when we when we talk about this subject, one of the issues that I think is so critical is understanding core values core basic fundamental values of a financial advisor, not somebody who just is out there doing stuff and calling himself at that. You guys are dedicated, and that's why you're, you're extremely a strong group in this financial literacy group, and the reality is you're doing the job of educating. Now, obviously, you're looking for clients. You want to work with clients. You want to find and help people. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that, but the point is you're committed to saying, let's educate first. So give me some of the core values that you would think of as important, Chris. I think, number one, you want to look at organization, right? Um, we're always helping our clients pull things together. And that's that's a big part of what we do is saying, okay, Jim, what are the different things that you have going on in your life? How are they affecting you? Let's pull all the facets together. Let's look at, you know, past 401ks, life insurance policies, you know, what how many children do you have? How many grandchildren do you have? What are the different things that you need to get done for the future? And so I have to be organized to help someone get organized, I think. That's it's a, a big great thing point. about so it. you're looking at the the macro level of their insurance their investments, uh, you know, their state, their trust work, tax work, all that has to be pulled together. You know, that is such a big deal for a lot of people. They think they've got it organized, and then all of a sudden something happens, and the, the remaining spouse is going, where is everything? And that's a real big issue. So yeah. that's what you're talking about there. Absolutely correct. So, yeah. Nathan, what's the Yeah, number? another one I, I think is extremely critical is objectivity and being able to you know, look at things, you know, without involving a lot of emotions, you know, a big part of our job as, you know, counselors is to help people take emotions out of, you know, big financial decisions, you know, as a fiduciary, we have to be doing what's in the client's best interest and making sure that they understand their options and aren't making decisions based completely on emotions. As you know, we all know, if we are making emotional decisions, sometimes they can have bad repercussions in the future. And Absolutely. And what you guys do, and I think you do it so well when you're talking, is you're you're helping people go through this idea of making sure there's if there's a potential conflict and you, you disclose that, you walk through that. If, you know, if there's a conflict of interest, it's okay. Let's talk about it. Right. Let's understand it. What is the issues there? So I appreciate the fact that if we can do that as a, as a team, where you're helping people remove some of those emotions, and that gives them a chance to be able to do the type of planning that we're trying to do at the firm and for the person to get that done. I really appreciate you guys thinking that way and looking at it from that perspective. Another one, Chris? Um, Being proactive. So we talk about planning a lot, right? We've talked about it a lot today. And why do we do that? It's so we can anticipate the things that are going to happen in the future. We don't we don't have a crystal ball. We can't tell you everything that's going to happen, but we know certain things are going to happen and how we can, you know, plan today for things in the future. The worst thing to be as an advisor is reactive. Uh, even in any situation in life, you always want to be anticipating things so you can be ahead of the curve and keep the person that you're advising in a good situation. Well, I think what you do, and I, and I agree with that 100%, is you guys do a great job of creating an action plan that says, okay, if this is going to happen down the road, if it does, here's the steps that we're going to walk through in case that does occur. And so it's not a it's not an action plan with some, you know, 
pie-in-the-sky type mentality. It says, should X happen, here's how we will address X. If Y happens, here's how we're going to address Y. It's those potential conflicts, things that we have. It's those potential things that we just don't know that's going to happen. And so we're going to learn to manage them. Yeah, you think about it in terms of, you know, in your own family having, you know, a little escape plan. You say, you know, you have a fire. You always hear it advertised on TV or on the radio. What will you do if if something happens like in your home? You need to have, you know, a couple different escape routes. You need to know where the fire extinguishers are. You need to, you know, know where the phone is to make the calls to 911 or the police or whatever is needed. So, I mean, we see these things at you know the very you know ground level in our own lives and we're trying to apply that those same concepts to your overall strategy for life planning or financial planning whatever it is to get you through life and retirement and mitigate risks and be proactive guys that, uh, that's so important we've talked about organization objectivity and proactivity when we come back i want you to help me with accountability sure. so many people i know they're saying hey i i'm doing okay but we have found Accountability plays a critical part in helping someone accomplish their financial dreams and goals. If you just tuned in, I'm Jim Shoemaker. We're talking with Chris Purcell, Nathan Powell. We're talking with the financial literacy team. When we come back, we're going to find out what accountability means. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this. Podcasts for Talk Money are available for iOS mobile devices in the iTunes Store. Just search Shoemaker Financial. We'll be right back with Talk Money after this. Are you aging? Well, I am. This is Mac Bailey from the Bailey Law Firm. As we age, our concerns and needs change. An updated estate plan will give you peace of mind regarding your family and your future. Your will is about your wishes and not always about your wealth. What are your wishes? Please call us at 901-843-2760 or visit us at thebaileylawfirm.com. Again, this is Mac Bailey from the Bailey Law Firm telling you that today is the youngest you will ever be. Let us help you with your estate planning, elder law, and probate needs, it's what we do. You're listening to Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. If you have questions you'd like to have answered on the program, email them to talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. And now back to Talk Money with your host, Jim Shoemaker. And welcome back. My guests today, as you've been listening to the program, Chris Purcell and Nathan Powell. They are part of the group in our firm that is uh, their their financial educators network. And, of course, they're part of our financial literacy team. Uh, They're in the process of putting, developing, and they're doing a seminar at Union University in Germantown on the 4th and the 11th and the 9th and the 16th at 6.30 to 9.30. You might want to give the office a call or Union University a call in Germantown. Find out more about that. The telephone number they can call is 901-757-5757. That you can call, 901-757-5757, if you would like to, to uh, reserve you a seat at that seminar. Financial literacy, it is a uh, process. It is something that's critical. But more importantly, Chris, one of the biggest issues that I find is we have worked together and we've seen people come through this process is is they get started. They, and everybody wants to. 
And I know when you guys are teaching, you can sense the energy from people, and they say, hey, I want to get this done. But, you know, it's the follow-through. We, it's not that we procrastinate, but we procrastinate. We do it. We just do it. I mean, you know, right. it's like it's, a, it's like that second sickness that we have, you know. I mean, I'm going to get it done. I, I'm, you know, I'm going to get my wills done. I, I'm going to get my wills done. And two years later, I'm still going to get my wills done. Yep. We just don't always follow through on what we've committed to do. And that can sometimes be a disaster. So I know when you're teaching people, one of the biggest things that we try to get across to people, and you do too when you're doing this, is three or four things to do. What are they? Yeah, when we're holding people accountable, we're looking at identifying and prioritizing their goals, then formulating a plan to achieve those goals. And then once we do those things, we're meeting regularly with with our clients to to make sure that there's progress towards it. How have you done in, you know, we said we were going to do these three things this year. Where are we at? What are we doing? How is that going along? What do we need to change? And then making sure that they understand, hey, these are my goals. This is how I need to get there. And putting it down on paper. I think that helps a lot. It's not a, it's not a, a bad meeting with the no, 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 no. We're not, we're not chiding anyone or doing anything like that. But, you know, these are their goals. These are things that they, they want to said. achieve. Yeah. yeah. And so that's our job is to put that in place and say, hey, you want to do X, Y, Z. Here's what you got to do to get there. And then, you know, coming back to them, right? Hey, you said last year, you said you wanted to do this. Are we still on that route? Are we still taking the steps that need to be done? And people, sometimes they get all jazzed up in these classes or in in meetings, and then you walk outside and life happens. And what you were just talking about is not the first thing on your mind anymore. And they have very good intentions. They, They are very committed. Nobody says, I don't want to take care of my family. I just am just ignoring that. It's just that they do. Life happens. Life they happens. They busy. They're back into the swing of things. And our job is to hold them accountable in a very gentle way, nudging them along to accomplish their financial dreams. Right, and, and they want that accountability, right? So they want to come back in and say, you know what, I forgot I forgot I was supposed to be doing this, or I haven't been doing this as much. I need to get back on track. Exactly. All right, we're, we talking, we're talking about core values. We're talking about the issues that a good financial advisor brings to the table. You guys are teachers. So one of the thoughts is education, Nathan. So yeah. help me with that. Absolutely. It's it's critically important to educate yourself on the options that are available to you. And that's, you know, one of the core foundations of our job and what we do as you know, financial counselors for people is, you know, whether you're trying to figure out how am I going to save for college? Well, there are a lot of different ways you can do that. And we want to make sure that you understand the pros and cons of every decision so that whenever you pull the trigger and you know make your decision it's informed and well thought through or you're looking at you know taking pensions or withdrawals out of you know investment accounts here are the impacts of all of these different strategies you know know the pros and cons make sure you're getting the information that you need and that you're not just meeting with someone who's you know, it's it's not transactional. It's it's relational. Uh, that's it's, a great it's point. The use of the word transactional. It's not product oriented. Right. It's it's professional advice oriented. You're giving advice. You're guiding. You're helping a person. It's planning. It's really doing. I, I like to look at it from two different ways. A lot of people think of things. Okay, how do you guys approach things? It's either product oriented or planning oriented, and we focus on planning side. That's really helping. So that's not to say that if somebody walks in and says, I need to take care of this, that we can't help them with sure. that. But the reality is it's relational. It's guiding a person in the direction. It's educating. Yeah. 
And that's the key. That's really very, very important. All right, guys, as we finish up here, as we're thinking through that, we've talked about all the aspects of literally life planning, the concept of really thinking about retirement, not just financial, but what is it going to be like in life the day that you retire. Then we talked about organization, accountability, objectivity, proactive, education. But the last one, Chris, really kind of when you guys told me this, it was kind of like, oh, I get this one. This is this is big. We use the term partnership. Sure. Um, you know, we're, we're working with people in a very sensitive area, right? Uh, looking at all aspects of their life. And one of the things that Nate and I work with our clients with is being tr- uh, transparent. And, and taking down that curtain and, and being vulnerable and doing it on both sides of the fence, on mine and theirs, um, and working with them to get their goals. We understand that there are people behind the numbers, right? So we want to make sure we understand everything that you're looking for and help you along the way with that as a partner. Well, that's uh, that's critical. When you use the term partner, I get a visual of what that means. That's coming alongside, locking arms mm-hmm. to help you accomplish your goals. The 4th and the 11th, the 9th and the 16th at Union University in Germantown, 630 to 930. That's with Nathan Powell and Chris Purcell, the financial literacy team at Shoemaker Financial. They're part of the Financial Educators Network. You need to check it out. That's 901-757-5757. And you can talk with them. Thanks, guys, for being a part of the program today. Loved it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, you did a great job. I want to thank again all the people that make the program that work it and put it together. Gil Worth, my producer and board operator, guest and content coordination is Francis Fortner. Production assistant, Eleanor Moskovich. Compliance officer, Tommy Armstrong. And Mid-South History Moment is written by Drew Johnson and read by Rebecca Brazier. Of course, I'm Jim Shoemaker. We've had a great time being with you today. I hope it's been informational and educational and entertaining. I want you to Stay with us because we are back every week helping you make the most of your money.